Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hello and welcome to another edition of your favourite podcast, Insane in the Membrane. Insane in the Membrane. Hello everybody. Greetings. Here we are again. You love it, I love it. Let's not muck around. We know we know why we're here. But before I begin, I, uh, I've got a gig. We've got a gig. We're doing a gig. Thursday the 17th of June, Rich Wilson presents Dark Horse Comedy Live Under the Stars. Uh, real comedians in a real stage. Oh yeah. Oh god yeah. Uh, it's going to be an all we can have. It. You can come here. You can come here. Uh, you can get tickets to come actually be at the gig, or you can watch and interact on Facebook Live, um, phone, tablet, TV app, or come to the show at the Forum in Tunbridge Wells. The full lineup is about to be confirmed. Register now for priority access via the link in my social bios or this podcast episode description. It's going to be a great night, hosted by yours truly. Producer Paul will be there manning the screen, so you can even chip in on the chat, and we can have a bit of back and forth. It's going to be a great night. Um, I urge you to get the tickets for that. It's honestly, it's going to be brilliant. So do that. Um, also, this podcast is being supported by those wonderful lads, Save Our Souls, Stacey and Mark, good lads. Head to sosclothing.co.uk forward slash membrane and use the 15% discount code MEMBRANE to get money off their full range and uh, the membrane tees and hoodies. There's going to be more stuff coming up for that. More, we've got some more merch coming your way, so uh, I'll keep you posted about that. But um, yeah, the lads there, brilliant lads. I mean, and like I said before, it's all ethically sourced. Even the even the ink is vegan friendly. What's not to love? You see, you're not giving your money to child slavery and you know, and some some tosser with a massive yacht, you're giving it to two lads in South End. That's what you're doing, and they're good lads. I used to work for them good boys doing good things so go and do that for us on with the podcast this week's guest i've known him many years he's one of my favorite comedians favorite people in fact and every time i'm with him i have a great time in his company he tells you how he is he's just a very honest man he he doesn't suffer falls but he's really good fun i love him dearly and the thing is on this I'm sort of I'm trying to get away from having comedians i was like oh we've had enough now we need to go and find out about other people doing other things but I love Liam Pickford, and I'm like, we, we have to have him on. Um, and he and he, he didn't let me down. He's such a funny boy, but also got really honest as well. Like all the all the guests do, he really got stuck in and was telling us about his own struggles with his mental health, and you know, he's recently been diagnosed with some things, and, and which is which he which he, he thinks is, he feels has helped him, which is always good. So he's a good lad. I had a great time in his company. I know that you're going to enjoy listening to him. So look, without further ado, coming up is Liam Pickford. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. 
With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. A podcast from producer paul.co.uk. Are you finding all this mad shit? Oh, I, I mean, don't have to um, embarrass myself in front of literally ten of people. It's really nice. <laughs> uh, <laughs> How are you? Are you all right? Uh, yeah, I'm all right, mate. I'm all right. Been better, been worse. It's one of them, isn't it? You know. Yeah. Be all right eventually. Be all right. I was just talking to I was just talking to producer Paul about you. And I was saying, We've been saying good nosy things, bastards. good things, mate. That despite your your the, what you p- portray, you're actually a sensitive soul underneath. I fucking see mm. you. I see you. <laughs> <laughs> I get it. I, I know it's not a character; it's a side of you. But I, I know that there's underneath. There's a. There's well, a, when my dad left and yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. joined the circus and all that <laughs> stuff, I'm all right, really. Just a bit of a handful not now because I stopped drinking you see oh did you completely yeah I've not drank for like a year and a bit now yeah well was it just so, just got bored with it just got too much well um with gigs I don't know if you were to say as the podcast started by the way this is it mate this is this is it it's happening this is it yeah so, on the way to gigs right at first I, I, I obviously you know, mate. I like that. I like a, or liked at least a drink. Yeah. And um, at first, it was like because of nerves, mm. and then I convinced myself that it was part of the act, and I had to. And then in the last sort of year, I was just fucking like bored, mm. like working full time and then getting on the train. So I'd have this bizarre system where I would um, wait up by train stations. So if I'd had, if I was, you know, if I had more than five cans before Reading, 
It was going to be a bad gig. Oh, shit. Yes, <laughs> it's four. <laughs> I would smash it. It's just that fifth we, one that would tip you over the edge. Just the just yeah. fifth one of whatever home bargains was selling on offer. <laughs> you're <laughs> like, not even specifying, you're just whatever's cheap. It's, it's Moldovan and there's a picture of a pig stabbing an old lady on the front of it. <laughs> <laughs> That's the one for me. <laughs> I think that one. <laughs> I know what you mean, though. I've been having this chat with someone else earlier about being nervous. I, I, I don't really drink at home. I'll have a beer now and again, no, maybe. No, but yeah. then, yeah, but I was a social drinker because I'm because I'm nervous. Mm. I mean, you know, I'm that, you know, I'm like, oh god, I'm gonna, oh, I don't, I don't know how I'm going to be. I don't want to look like a dick. Oh, I'll have a yeah. couple of pints and level myself out, and mm. yeah. So yeah, gigs, I'd have, a, I'd have a couple, and then yeah, I never drank on the train though, not really, unless I was with Phil Ellis. Well, you need to drink to just put up with him and his undiagnosed ADHD. <laughs> he's, we talked about this before. I watched him get up in the morning like Nosferatu. Like he sits, like, he gets bolt upright, and then he swings himself round. And it's, weirdly, he's already dressed in his suit and tie. He and is. He's, he's he... polishing his shoes with his hands. <laughs> yes, yeah, it's, it's it's a pitiful sight it's very emotive it evokes yeah there's so, tears there's laughter there's yeah everything he said there's a weird admiration and a sadness for it at the same time you're like oh yeah all right, he's organized but there's something that, else going on that's it though like I, I don't know if you find this but all the people you like admire or hero worship eventually you just feel sorry for yeah um it's a very humbling moment like morrissey he was a teenager I uh, adored and worshipped. And now I just think he's the, the worst con there's yeah. ever been. It's mad, it's and it's, yeah, isn't that, it's, when you, I, I, that conversation comes up a lot about the Smiths, and I'm like, well, no, I'm still going to listen to the music. I know he's a dickhead. Mm. I'm not going to dismiss Johnny Marr and everybody else just because of nah. him. And it's, but yeah, it's fucking sad, man, when that happens. It's like, but this, we were talking about Johnny Rotten and people were, they were going at him a little while ago because he had a, he had a Donald Trump t-shirt on and, mm. and I'm like, yeah, you got to look beyond that because he's, he's always been antagonistic and he's just, he's just winding everybody up. He doesn't really. But he's a, he's a you know. punk, isn't he? Yeah. That's what you yeah. do. You disagree and you're inherently antagonistic by virtue of, of being a punk, I suppose. Yeah. Although that's like saying, saying you are these days, that's a bit, it's a bit of a weird one. Because yeah. I wouldn't want to be, you know, it's become something very different. It's almost it's almost right wing now because it's people yeah. of like your generation, the one before, into like the clash and stuff, and they're still in the bowling shirts and greasy hair. And I don't fancy that. I'd rather just die quietly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just, just just disappear in the dust. Just erase myself and leave <laughs> no trace. <laughs> and that's the thing: if you if you you don't even you're not even aware of it, it comes upon you. Like you hear yourself talking sometimes, and you go, "Ah, fuck! When did I become him? Why am I old? Why? <laughs> I thought I was cool." And, it, and it's not I'm... up to you. It's not up to you. It's how other people perceive you. Whether you, you know what I mean? And you you could be you could think you're as cool as you want, but other people just go, "Nah, you're an old prick." And you're this in the way it. now. It's the genes, you know them um, the memes that go around of um people over thirty yeah. in skinny jeans. 
who look like um, someone's forcing sick out of an egg cup, you know, pushing up to the top. <laughs> I'm that person now. Yeah. It's awful. It's used to be able to, like, your metabolism goes and you can't drink anymore and you can't eat Ginsters anymore. It's basically, after 30, it's kind of over. <laughs> and, <laughs> I wouldn't say that. It's not. <laughs> it is. It's terrible. Oh, I go on. Go on. Go on. I run. For, I, right. You won't believe me, but I run 5K every day now. What? Yeah. And because uh, you're 30, it's, it's something happens to your testicles where they descend. That's true. And I have to turn my music up full because, one, I can't hear it anyway. And, two, there is nothing more disconcerting than hearing audibly your bollocks hitting each time, <laughs> like one of those um, things that professors have on the desks. Oh, yeah. Strangely like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> soothing at the same time. So <laughs> <laughs> as you get older and you start hacky-sacking them up to the bathroom, <laughs> that's when you know it's over. <laughs> oh, dear. But, yeah. Well, Other yeah. than that, though, there's right. something quite comforting about it. I think not having to, you know, run about like a dickhead the whole time. Yeah, it's quite quite soothing. You not as soothing yeah. as the testicle pendulum, but um, <laughs> somewhere approaching at least. Yeah, but you're. But it, there is a there is a calmness when you get older. I mean, I'm 49, mm. so now I don't. I'm kind of happy. There's there's things I want to change. I'm still it, like at the moment I'm in the middle of a oh fucking hell I'm a piece of shit mode, but that'll change. I'm sure my mood will change. Blood sugar levels will go up again, and I'll be fine. But when I, you get a United Ireland, you will be. Um, yeah, I fucking will. said this. I said to <laughs> I said to producer Paul, I'm gonna have to remind him that this is a mental health podcast. Don't tell the people that I'm the leader of fucking Sinn Fein. <laughs> you did out loud the other day. Like a sexy Jerry Adams. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I'm happy with, my, with myself now. And yeah. That is good. <laughs> I'm a, that yeah, is good. You, as you get older, you kind of, you realise, like, no, I'm all right. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not that bad. I haven't upset that many people in my life. You know, and it's, you kind of, I'm in a, I'm in a, uh, despite the, the low self esteem, I'm actually all right. I feel good. And I think. Uh, are you beautiful, yeah. man? Lovely fellow. Always very kind. Well, I don't know about that. Going on about the the age thing, though, but it's the difference between what understanding, what your understanding of what causes consequences. Because when you're a bit younger, you don't realise that that anything you could do. I found this anyway as a Mm. selfish little bastard. You don't realise that the consequence is actually the effect you have on people. So the intention, whether or not you've meant to upset someone or not, you learn the difference between the intention and the effect of your behaviour on other people. Yeah, and that's, that's true. Yeah. That's been really nice. Actually knowing that and um, encouraging yourself to be mindful about how you make other people feel. Yeah. Yeah. And that's um, all going as well. That is Yeah. I've only realised that in the last few years. It's like you say, it's like it's all very well what you think what you intend but mm. it doesn't always get it doesn't even it doesn't always come out that way or it's not even taken that way depending on what sort of mood that person's in you know exactly like, yeah and yeah. like you like 
this is why you have to be so careful because if you're the catalyst of something, you have to understand that you kind of lose control of that situation and then it's harder to bring it back, I think. Yeah. Because I have my own um, issue as well with them. Um, we should probably talk about mental health. We should really. Yeah. yeah. We should I've, really I've come t- on to least, your podcast and taken least, it for a drive. At least touch on it. <laughs> yeah, I knew you'd do that anyway. I'm like... <laughs> I'm aware of what you do and how you are. And this is why I love you, because it could go <laughs> either way. We talk about punk, and I yeah. know that's kind of a cliche thing, but you, you're you a very unpredictable dude. The experiences I've had with you, and I mean that with love and in a good way, I'm not saying you're fucking idiot. I'm saying it's, it's admirable that you don't really, you don't, and you don't, you don't do it on purpose, but you don't, you don't try and conform. You kind of, walk your own path which is which is what I like about you so you know well it's nice it's nice really nice to hear stuff like that I mean mm. actually doing it is awful <laughs> it's <laughs> terrible well I think if you're terrible not burden. if you're not doing it on purpose though like you're not per- you're not wake up in the morning going right I'm not going to conform today you're no, just no, doing your thing this is it I mean the thing about that like um, about Oh, was it now? 18 months ago, we'll call it. I got diagnosed with um, type 2 bipolar disorder. Okay. And uh, I was the only one who was surprised right. <laughs> by that. Because I've always been quite erratic. Um, and for a long while, that was that was a benefit comedically. Because it... I'd, I'd, that's the sort of acts I like. It's like when you don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. I think a lot of the time you sit there, you can like very, very skilled comedians who I admire because I can't, I can't do that. I can't, you know, plot it out and exactly what's going to happen. I wish I could because I would got more sleep and um, put on a lot less weight. But that kind of um, getting that diagnosis was quite liberating in a way because I yeah. was trying to understand like. You go to gigs that people say, "Oh, this is brilliant!" You know, you can't, you, you'll smash this. It's the best gig anyone's ever invented, ever. Mm. And I would either, right, go. My initial reaction to anything is to go, "No, it's not. Not doing that. Fuck that. No, no." Immediately, and I'd tank it. And part of my brain was like, that got hold of it. It was like doing it on purpose almost. Mm. And that got really bad, and you try and dump it with drink and God knows what. And um, I don't have to anymore. Just take my mood metal in the morning, and I'm fine. <laughs> but um, it's it's it must be yeah, it must have been a, a relief to put a name to it instead of thinking, what the fuck is wrong with me? Why don't I fit in? Why don't I just do? Why why can't I just do the gig? Why can't I just do the thing? Why have I got a stick a spoke in my own uh, stick in my own spokes? Yeah, I don't know about you, but I've, everything in life, I've always made it more difficult than it needs to be. Mm. Everything, like um, I don't know, making a sandwich, I can that can last an hour in my house. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I've never taken the easy, easy route, and that has its that has its own rewards, but it has its own. Uh, consequences as well, definitely. And what's the difference? What's type? I've never, I didn't know there was different types. There's a whole spectrum, yeah. yeah. So, type one is you 
classic up, up, up. I, I'm a dragon who's on fire and you end up dying by thinking you can fly off a skyscraper and stuff like that. Yeah. Whereas mine, um, you're kind of, the lows are worse than the highs. Okay. So if you think of it like one of them graphs that they have for dying people, the bleepy bleepy thing. Oh, yeah, machine. yeah, yeah. I'm glad you went. Yeah, that was reassuring. You went, yeah, at the point you did, because I was going to carry on with infantile noises until <laughs> Just do it. point across. <laughs> I understood it. I know exactly what you meant. So, yeah, showing it. You, I don't know what it's called, but you've got the thing bobbing up down when you're That's showing it you're still alive. I'm good at my new act. It's going to be impressions of uh, archaic medical equipment. <laughs> Leech's bit is going to be really quiet. <laughs> it's, yeah, they're going to need really good sound on that one. It's like, you've just got to listen for the squelches. It, you, you don't, you, it, that's the genius. He doesn't know he's doing it, but he's doing it. Very damp act, and he's finally utilising that. <laughs> very damp. That comedian last night, very clammy. Commendable, commendable. But, um, <laughs> Smells like old washing, left in the washing machine. So long. <laughs> He's a good lad. He's a good lad. He's a he's a good lad. He's a good lad. But um, so yeah, so, yeah the, so your your bipolar is the so the lows are you get the, yeah. do you get the mania? Or, yeah, a bit. Or? So that would happen on stage. So um, sometimes I would turn up to gigs in a trough, mm. as they call it, and I'd just been I'd act like a cunt to be honest, and. You know, be very introverted and terrified. And then when I was like up, if I went to gigs and I was up, that would come across and I'd be very uh, gregarious and like, like top, top of my game, really. Mm. But um, the the day after, it's, it's, I can only describe it, it's like the worst hangover slash come down you can think of just like um a week the longest it lasted was a, a month and before this before i got diagnosed i was off work for like six weeks yeah, right. um just and, and just awful kind of i couldn't get up i couldn't do anything didn't want to open the curtains didn't want to go outside didn't just didn't want to do anything didn't want to engage don't want to look after yourself. It's terrible. And then all of a sudden, you can go from that to right. Right, let's go out. Let's do this. Let's do everything. Yeah. And um, I went to a um, support group. Oh yeah. Which Hannah, Hannah's was amazing to the. I was. You don't realise how difficult you are to be with mm. during those periods because it's such a. Um, the, it's such a selfish condition yeah. in a way because you're just concerned with either, you know, keeping, maintaining your own high or this self-pitying, dribbling puddle of nothingness. There's never any thought for, for anyone else. And wow. we went to this support group and there was, they make you sit in a circle. I don't know, like... They, I can already hear. The, I can already hear the disdain in your voice when you said they make you sit in a circle. The words I've well, never I... heard the word "circle" said <laughs> in, with such almost venom. Well, what's wrong with other shapes? That's always been my. Because if you think chairs or most furniture are vaguely sort of 
right angles, aren't they? Yeah. So the 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 mere act of putting something that is so square into a circular shape is just fucking mugs business, isn't it? What you it's never gonna be a perfect circle. There are always gonna be some acute angles or corners. Anyway, I'm, I could talk about this for hours. The geometric shape is immaterial, I suppose. So there's a circle for mentalers like me, and there's a circle for um, partners and carers and stuff. And the circle I was in, it was wonderful. It was it was ni- nice not to, you know, feel quite so alone mm. but there was the amazing like stories as well to like quantify your own condition and there was a f- fellow i went on to my fucking nick cave lyrics nonsense and feel misunderstood and blah 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 blah, blah, blah. and then the <laughs> fellow next to me like what did you do and he went oh i just kept buying cars <laughs> just couldn't stop buying cars <laughs> and he couldn't even drive this is the thing so he'd like wake up in the morning thinking oh i'll buy a car today and he took out like loads of high interest loans and bought like six cars in one day something like that i've heard that before someone else said that their dad rang him up at like 2 a.m i'm buying a boat and you're like what (laughs) hang on hang on (laughs) this is it you've got uh, the impulsiveness it can be it can be exciting but it's not um altogether um, conducive for um, functioning, which we almost do, Richard. We, we, must, we, we all must function in one, some way, shape, or form. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, but you're you. I always get yeah. Every, when I ever since I've known you, I get a feeling of I've always wanted to just I always put my arm around your shoulder. I, I, I just go, it's all right, mate. Come on, it's all right. You know. <laughs> Is that just well, that's uh, very kind? Even when you've been at your, I've seen you at full flight and you know, <laughs> fucking hell, I was like, fucking hell. And I'm like, no, I just want to put my arm around him and go, oh, mate, come on, you know. Well, this is this is it. Like, um, in those times, you don't, because it's an important distinction to make as well. There are times where you just act like a cunt. Mm. It's not because of, you know, you can't blame everything and whatever sometimes you're just a cunt yeah sometimes people are just cunts and that is that's fine that can that happens for a whole myriad of reasons but it's important to um i sound like katie hopkins now to take ownership (laughs) um but you do have to like take ownership and like if i'm if i'm feeling like this i have to understand i have to tell people so they're aware Mm. um if i'm just like you know not if I'm feeling fine, but I'm just in a shit mood, that's a different thing. Yeah. And I think that's in, that really important distinction to make. And can you make that distinction at the time? Is it afterwards you kind of go, no, I was just, I was just in a shit mood. Yeah. But yeah, it still happens like, a, like at home. I am um, naturally cantankerous. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah. with Hannah, I have to say, you know, no, I'm in a shit mood and reassure her because mm. it's, like was the point I was getting to before is it's it's the, the effect you have on people and especially people you're close to. Yeah. You know, you sh- when you come to, you're shocked, you know, that you've, you could manage to, because you think you mean so little. It mm, is see, yeah. biz- bizarre that you could have such a 
catastrophic effect on someone else's you know mood and things yeah. like that yeah, yeah and that's that's that becomes your duty doesn't it to you have if you by taking ownership you're taking ownership of the way you make people feel even if you don't think much of yourself for whatever given reason mm, i know what you mean it's funny that i've there's been a couple of times when i've turned I've, I've turned around and gone oh you know what yeah that was me that was me and then i have to turn around and go I'll listen. I'll, yeah, I take full responsibility for that. I was mm. a bit of a cunt because I'm, I'm obviously worried about this or I'm worried about that. I'm really sorry it went your way, and um, yeah, and yeah. But but I've talked about bipolar before, and they've said that yeah, they sort of like come to after an episode and go. It's like the Hulk, isn't it? Like the Hulk coming back down. It's like, fuck, <laughs> why is all this? Why is all this smashed up? They go, because you fucking went off on one, and you're like, I was just watching the telly. <laughs> That's it, though. It's like, why have I woken up in Sheffield? Why am I dressed as a bear? You know, these things, <laughs> yeah. you, you, you just wake up and you're like, shit. I remember I did um gig in London and um, went out after it. And then I woke up, sat next to a Nigerian man on a megabus to Glasgow. Shit. And that was pretty scary. But, yeah, I managed to get off at Leeds and get back to Manchester. It's oh, just stuff go. like that. Yeah. Yeah, apparently that... we'd, go on. we'd sat in, uh, you know, those late night Chinese restaurants in Leicester Square. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I just kept asking for more soup. That was oh, it. Wow. So on that occasion, you know, it hadn't gone as badly as it could have done. That just, you know, was too full of soup to make a yeah. conscious decision. <laughs> it's good soup as well. I mean, it's good. It's nice you. soup. It's good yeah. soup, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> but your um, did you think and do you think dr- uh, drinking exacerbated that your your yeah. yeah so when you when you get like go for a diagnosis they ask you um about how much you drink and other things and you have to basically dry out or else they don't know whether it's you're just a fucking legend or actually you're just right. ill <laughs> so I tried that but I'm like you like I'd n- never like at home, like during the week, I'd never like drink. I'd, yeah. just, I'd go through a lot of Vimto. That was it. Yeah. Um, but it's like at, at work, it, it's when you're doing comedy, it's, it's your work and it's your social life as well. And I think the two get blurred. And if your judgment isn't um, great for whatever reason, that, that can, it happens to a lot of people that, um, they get um, dependent, yeah, and that I'm just lucky. You're just lucky that you've got the people around you care about you and respect you enough to say you need to fucking calm down now, which yeah. luckily happened. And uh, I'm really fucking dull now, like <laughs> yeah. But you rather that than end up being on a fucking mega bus to Glasgow for <laughs> no reason. <laughs> and lucky that you managed to come to in Leeds or near Leeds. Yeah, but imagine that, like waking up in, and apologies to the people of Leeds who live there, but I, I, I just imagine waking up and going, I'm in Leeds, like the mental equivalent of yeah. that. That's yeah. what should be our code word. Oh, yeah, mate, I'm in Leeds. I can't yeah. talk. Oh, shit. All right, I'll be round. <laughs> <laughs> this is a bad one. He's in, he's in Leeds. Not even Coventry anymore. He's been sent to Coventry. He's in Leeds. I'm always to say that, and I have no idea what she meant. It, mean, it means um, silent treatment, doesn't it? 
I think it means, yeah, it's something like that. You've been sent to Coventry, well, yeah. I've been to Coventry, and it wasn't very quiet to me. <laughs> Smokes a pipe. Radio 4 applause. <laughs> Thank part. you. <laughs> Here's another sketch about World War Two, <laughs> Featuring Sandy Toxvig. Uh, <laughs> As Hitler. Fucking <laughs> hell. It's... Um, but this is it, and it's lucky that you've got people around you that that do love you and do see. Because if you, if like I said, when I've seen you in full flow, when you see your your stage persona, for instance, when I've seen you just abuse someone in the front row for having a panini or whatever it was you were going on at them for, and if you take you at that, you go fucking hell, I don't get near that fella. But people that love you see beyond that, like you know, like your missus, and you know, yeah. she obviously really cares about you she's she's brilliant yeah yeah i am i am i am lucky and um i I don't know what she's doing with me to be honest but um yeah it is it is it is good to have that but it's nice not i think with a lot of comedians um they kind of need that emotion it's like an emotional pillar which sounds like a very callous Mm. way of putting it but um it's good to learn that you don't, it's not using a person because, you know, to, to put all your shit on, they're there because they want to be with you, Yeah. which, and realizing that is a wonderful thing. And it take you know, takes all the pressure off them and, uh, things get a lot better. Definitely. Yeah. Like, it's funny that. Yeah. Speaking from very recent experiences, it's like when you see someone's, someone's struggling with something and you're just like you and you just run out of things to options you mm-hmm. go I've tried everything to try mm-hmm. and show you that I'm on your side and I'm here I'm here because I love you I'm not here because I'm after anything but they just they just can't see it and they're just at you and they're just oh, you're fucking, yeah you fucking did this you fucking did that and you're... then you start to believe it you start to believe mm-hmm. that it's you and you go, yeah, I know I'm a bit of a fucking idiot sometimes. <laughs> I get it fucking wrong. And yeah, we can be cunts at times, but am I this person you're saying I am? And you kind of, you start questioning yourself and it's, mm. you know, and it's hard, man. It's hard. And it's, you know, it's, I can imagine, I'm not saying, you know, Hannah's, you know, I imagine Hannah's has her days as well. And you're like, fucking, what's wrong with you? You only had a biscuit and now you're kicking off, you know. Oh, don't talk, don't talk about the biscuits. Oh shit! Sorry, I man. do that I thing, you know, when you have the last one and you just leave the packet in the cupboard. Yeah, you. I'm one wanker. of those. <laughs> I would piss on you when you were asleep. <laughs> it's my new cologne. Um, <laughs> oh, no, I do that all the time, and then like we argue about, you know, Choco Leibniz. No. How to eat that? They're a biscuit, like a buttered biscuit with the chocolate, and it hangs off the edge. And I oh, eat around yeah. the edge first. She done, and I, we had a full blown argument about that. Like, why are you eating it like that? So I'll eat how I want, and that went on for an hour. <laughs> <laughs> but that happens, didn't it? Sometimes, and I've been in that. I've been in an argument, and halfway through, you go, "What are we argued about?" <laughs> what? I remember doing that with my my ex wife. She, she, we were kicking off, and it was shouting on her, in. and she came in the room, and she went, "You, you do my fucking head in." And I went, I can't remember why we're doing this. And we're both shouting out, never can I. <laughs> so why are we still shouting? My granddad used to do that. 
He used to, he used to my, fam, my whole family actually, um, very, um, quite a fiery family. My granddad, especially, he was a, a policeman. And um, when I first, like, had um, antidepressants and stuff mm. like that, he went, um, oh, well, they tried to, um, he'd, he'd seen, like, a horrific murder or something. He went, oh, they tried to give me, give, give me them in the 70s and uh, had one. Threw rest in the bin. Don't need them, Liam. I'm like, you fucking do, you mad old cunt. Like, you literally. <laughs> yeah, you especially I, need these. You, you of all people need these. <laughs> but I, but yeah. I learned that recently that antidepressants is not necessarily the first lot you have. You have to kind of find your brand, for want of a better expression, if you're going to go down that route. You don't have to yeah. go down that route. But if you do, it doesn't mean just the first ones you get are the other ones. Because I remember I, I had them briefly. Uh-huh. And then I just... I was numb to everything. I didn't. I was like, I was yeah. either up or down. I was just in the middle, and I didn't like it. I felt like I was in this fog. No, they'd had to. So with mine, I think I've been on six different ones since I was eighteen, and now it's mood stabilizers. So that's relevant to the condition as it's diagnosed. But um, just off the top of my head, fluoxetine, which is Prozac. Citalopram, sertraline is the new one. Yeah. They put everybody on sertraline and they did me and um, reacted very badly oh, on really? it. Like, yeah. And then metazapine, which makes you go to sleep and then you wake up angry. Okay. And um, yeah, it's weird. There's some, some of the, like, the science behind it, it's still, it's brilliant now that mental health is like, talked about so um openly and mm. there's more and more research being done into it but the actual um prescription of medication it's still like you know trial and error you know yeah you feel like bears like you know, yeah. try them and if oh, you yeah. don't wake up looking like a prawn you're fine <laughs> but it's it's still like it's, a, it's still a very scary thing i can understand people's reluctance to um pursue that route definitely yeah well, i know some people that are, they're weaning themselves off him now people like people we know where they've just gone mm-hmm. you know i just i just felt i just felt I, was, I didn't need it anymore and i was tired of like being in bed and it just suddenly with this metallic bang yeah nowhere it was in my head it's like i get woken up with like someone banging pots together and you know like, yeah, i need to come off this it is good also metallic bang sounds like a rod stewart album don't it just? And I don't want to listen to that. He's covering the songs of Metallica, but in his own <laughs> Bod Stewart way. Imagine that. <laughs> Get him on phone. There's your next guest. There's your next guest. Oh, this great idea, Rod. Right? You've, yeah, you've done the American songbook. Now do the Metallica songbook. <laughs> Rod Stewart and the Armenian songbook. Just every country. I to learn Armenian, everything. Didn't know what the fuck I was saying. <laughs> Bang up, sing that. Can't read it. Different alphabet. <laughs> Ronnie Wood understood it, though, so we got him in on, on, on guitar. Yeah, never, uh, never guitar's same language, though, isn't it? <laughs> and for more high-class improv, please tune in to the <laughs> <laughs> Oxford University <laughs> reviews. The footlights. Knuckle chums. <laughs> <laughs> but it is good. It is good that we can have these conversations, and it? 
but even now it's, it's even now i can see people as soon as you mentioned the words mental health because so many people are jumping on a bandwagon and and using it to but a lot of them you can see they're using it to sort of push their career along and and it gets in the way of actual people that want to have these chats because my generation never had these conversations really growing up no we're we're a generation of our, our dads you know they're they're only now they're in their 70s and they're just having these conversations and but you can you gut know, an eel i can gut right. an eel <laughs> which we can't i think that's been the trade-off we that you are uh, more au fait with marine anatomy and we we can't well, we're the last generation that learned how to gut eels and you get yours already already gutted. If say what if I if there are no pre gutted eels on my shopping list, woe betide <laughs> anyone. They're nice on a right Vita. Just... Are they? They're all right. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. It's a meeting of uh, old and new, that, isn't it? Actually, Rivita's quite old as well, isn't it? I remember, yeah, Rivita when I was What's a What's your oldest cracker? Please phone in. <laughs> <laughs> Stay on the line. <laughs> yeah. oh. Is this the new Chris Rock <laughs> special? <laughs> Rivita! Rivita! <laughs> Old crackers with Chris Rock. <laughs> Old cracker. <laughs> oh, so many, so many meanings, so many levels with that. I'm pretty sure that was quite racist. I'm pretty sure it was. Producer Paul, edit. It's <laughs> just doing driving Miss Daisy now as well. Just oh, fuck it. <laughs> yeah, going what else, full. What else can we tick? Tick some boxes. Let's really drive this into the floor. Um, <laughs> yeah, right. But that you know, and so can you can you feel an episode coming on, or does it just you just get that the, it just descends and what they treat, teach you to do is identify the trigger thought. So it's the thought that happens, and it can be really quick. And um, the thought that happens between you being all right and you being not. So I try and do that. Generally, though, if I keep myself healthy and busy mm. i don't need to worry about it too much i just get on with me with my life yeah it's just when routine is routine is really important as well and i've had the benefit with with the not being gigs i can just do my job i don't even have to i'm working from home so i can i can just be at home everything's calm yeah i don't have like fucking you know a monk doesn't come in with fucking castanets or whatever they're called and spreads uh, incense around every half hour. It's not like that. No, it's just those things that are familiar and yeah, things yeah, I used yeah. to think were boring are now not the very necessary. Um, and they're, they're, they're comforting in themselves, really. Well, I think you. So, I think because the gigs have been taken away from everybody, so you're not. <clears throat> it's not like you're sitting at home and everyone else is gigging, so you haven't got mm, that to worry about. That's quite. Mm, a, that's quite a soothing thing, I imagine. It is, and also, I don't know if you found this, but um, not ha being deprived of that um, of that attention for me, it's been like a revelation. It's because I've always like either been getting up someone's nose or or making someone laugh or whatever, yeah. and not having that pressure. It's it's your own pressure. I get that, but pressure anyway. Mm. It's been like really really nice. It's yeah there's the removal the removal of um perceived judgment has been 
actually a massive, massive relief. And uh, of all the bad things that they've been through lockdown, like financially or whatever else for people, um, that positive is probably that time to sort of reset and recharge I think. Yeah, I say this having a job, though. I'm fully aware that I'm very lucky to have that, and it's been awful for people. And uh, yeah. but I'm not. I don't want to get into that um, fake altruism that middle class people do. <laughs> yeah, we are, we sponsor a tree in Mozambique. It, it writes its own letters. You know, I don't want it to be like that. It's um, no. You're showing empathy. You understand it. Fucking yeah. am, aren't I? Yeah, you are. <laughs> Now maybe flag it up again. <laughs> that was empathy, Liam. Well done. Um, I prefer. Thanks, Uncle Rich. Yeah, you're welcome, mate. It's my. That's me putting <laughs> a virtual arm around you, going, "Well done." You've... It is nice. It lo- a lo- lovely, thick Docker's arms. They are as yeah, well. They are. Yeah, they've done a job. They've done proper <laughs> jobs. Speaking of which, I did. Speaking of getting work and that, what with this lockdown, I've done. I've printed T-shirts and I've I've painted, done painting, decorating, and I've I've. Uh, been digging holes in the floor, labouring, doing all sorts, man. Just to, just which to... which floor though? Have you have you just been doing that as I've a digging... sort of outlet of pain? <laughs> yeah, just, <laughs> just digging outside for no reason at all. Just not even on. I'm the not... human mole. <laughs> get off Rich, the green that's a pavement. You're not going to get through that. I'll be the judge of that. And stop me with my dreams. <laughs> Yeah, so it's funny. I will be the first man who head back there away from South End to China. <laughs> Stand back. Stand back, Denmark. <laughs> you first. Daddy's coming. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. But it's good that you. So what? So when you have that, you rec- so you recognise that the trigger thought. You know, mm. you know, it's when you start getting. Is it when you start getting a little bit? Unhappy, unhappy, or is a. It's it's worse if I'm in a good mood, because if I go up, it's far worse than. um, Because if 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 I'm down, now I just say I'm feeling down. I'm going to bed for a bit, Mm. and just, you know, have that lack of energy and that lack of motivation. I can do that on my own. It's when I'm like, oh, you know, let's buy a trebuchet and four geese, and stuff like that, or um, let's lob nuts at the Pope things like that, you know, like, like these bizarre and, you know, unrealistic schemes. That's when, you know, Hannah's like, right, I'm getting the chain mail out and sitting you in the shed. Yeah, sort of yeah, thing. Right. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like if you're a, a werewolf about to change. Yeah, yeah sort of. Just strap you to a tree so you don't go one, hurt yourself. <laughs> one that smells of bacon. <laughs> what? <laughs> eating a lot of bacon, Rich. Have you? You replace one thing with another. That, well, I tell you what, I'm off the beer, but fucking hell, I'm even, I wouldn't mind, but they're actual live pigs. I'm just taking bites out of them. <laughs> that would be great. You're head-putting favourites and I'm eating raw pigs. This uh, new art installation is very daring. I mean, first we had hinge and bracket, and now we've got... In <laughs> carcass and pavement. <laughs> Pink Carcass and Pavement sounds like a Carter USM album. It does, doesn't it? <laughs> What's he called? Jim Bob. Yeah, Jim Bob and Fruit Bat. That was it. Ring him up. Yeah, yeah ring up. Got an album title for you. No, 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 keep it. Don't have to pay me. What do you mean? How do I get this number? <laughs> I've got some artwork as well if you want it. It's, it's actual footage. 
<laughs> pigs that we've kicked at China, <laughs> various or other European countries. That's what I do. I butt my way through, and then you just drop the pigs in. <laughs> Where's this going? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> well, we did that. You know, I think it's a mixture of callbacks and the law of diminishing returns. Yeah, someone's <laughs> and somewhere. we've only returned once. <laughs> We're doing callbacks fully... to nothing. <laughs> All back to jokes that we haven't actually said. <laughs> oh God! Well, this, is why like, this is why doing the podcast this way. It's more talking about mental health in this way. It's more like a pub chat rather than just a lot. I hear, I listen to a lot of things, and it's and they're just listing mental health things, and you're not really. It doesn't really do anything, really. No disrespect to that, but. You just talk, whereas we're, us talking about this in your, in, in this way, having a laugh with it, I think mm. makes it more palatable for people. And especially people that will probably suffer with the same thing or had the same thing. They'll, yes. you, you don't have to sit there and be all po-faced about it and go, well, the thing is with uh, bipolar type two. And, That's not, it's not, yeah. this is it. It's like, um, this Keith Floyd, oh, who yeah. I adored. Yes. It's probably obvious. All my role models are dicks. But um, he said on an episode of Marco Cooks with Marco Pierre White, he said, there's no point having fun unless you learn something. And I think that's pretty much bob on, to be honest. You don't learn anything. It's not really. You're not learning anything about people or, you know, considering that people know stuff that you don't. There's no no point, is there? Yeah. Might as well sit home watching fucking pavement and pig carcass all bloody day <laughs> I pulled it back it's yeah, back no, that's a callback that's an actual callback seamless well done mate I, I didn't did all see that, that coming because <laughs> it went you took it off you're one like oh we're getting earnest we're going, we're going Keith Floyd oh, right. I went yeah, yeah. switch off the sat nav and then you, <laughs> you turned around and you booted the telly you went fuck off <laughs> I had you then, you prick. Yeah, it's. <laughs> but all these people, that Keith Floyd, watching him, watching him, getting slowly pissed as he was cooking up the thing, and far more entertaining than watching someone Definitely. just listing the, the ingredients and and doing it properly. Uh-huh. It's trying is rubbish, isn't it? Yeah, trying is is shit. It's like my um. Oh, why don't you write? Why don't you sit down? You'd be brilliant. I'm like, no, it, it, unless it like it comes to me, I'm not really bothered to be honest. Mm. And it's that attitude now, especially in comedy, you have to be doing so much all the time, content, content, content. Right, 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 right. And it's never really like appealed to me. I just like getting up and acting like a dick in front of people, and that's yeah. enough yeah. for me, really. I like um, that's what I like about what you do and, and people similar to you is that it's raw comedic uh, energy. It's that it's, it's not honed. It's just, that's you. And you go up there and you just, whatever comes out of your head comes out of your head. And that's what I like. And that's, Thanks, I think man. some, I think comedy's losing that a little bit. It's becoming too, it's too much of a machine now. And you have to be a certain way. You have to wear a certain thing and, there's no room for people like like you and and like people like Paul Peary. Like Paul Peary's this just he's oh he's got amazing. Paul. Funny yeah. bones. The boy is yeah. just funny. You can't put him in a box anywhere. He just goes on, does his thing, 
but the, because people can't put him in a box, they just they go ah, they just they it's easier for them to ignore him. That's it. Yeah. The whole point, but I don't mind being ignored. Really, mm. it's it's quite nice. It's um, it's amateurism, really, which I think that in the sort of like Peter Cook kind of sixty cents is doing something just for the love of it, mm. and just because you like winding people up. Um, that seems to be going now. There's a lot of very, and I, I admire them, a lot of very dri- driven, young, bright young things. Mm. Um, but I don't I don't recognise that in myself. I know what I want, so I'd probably, you know, I wouldn't have come up with an idea, which I came up with all, all by myself, like pig carcass and pavement, if I was interested in any remuneration or um, fame. Mm. You just like doing right. it, going to a gig and it's doing like it. Doing it. Yeah. Doing stuff's good. Trying is rubbish though. So <laughs> doing is good. Trying is shit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I just want to be able to do it. It's like this that's why you yeah. don't want to try. It's like um these we sound like a pair of old cunts now, but I, I find TikTok abhorrent. Yeah. <laughs> I've just delete I've just deleted it because and I've said oh. this before, I shouldn't be a forty nine year old man with an app on my phone full of dancing children. <laughs> just shouldn't have it. Shouldn't have it. I look at the dads on there and some of them are too into it. They're like, You should have your computer checked, mate. You're too into this. You're yeah, you're not. Into, you're yeah, there's something happening here. Or then there's the other dads that are just fucking dead behind the eyes doing it because they've been made to do it. Looking at the ring light, going. I wish that was a Stargate. I could just fuck off through it. I'm just, just, I'm this done with this. It, yeah, yeah. It's like um, the 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 one good thing to admire about it, I suppose, is that it's take it is people doing it like normal people until yeah. like they get the Insta sponsorships and you know after crowbar spot cream into the sketches and stuff it's it is taking away from that kind of hierarchy of open spot big three or four agent and then yeah telly unlike it this channel is that it's just that it's it's the culture that's with it is one of meaningless nothingness yeah it's really capitalist in that sense which for movement based on people is quite odd and worrying yeah. in a way but oh, i am yeah. old and can't be asked so <laughs> you're not though are you you're still young relatively you're 31 still... mate fucking hell you're talking like you're older than me is that what happens when you get bipolar type 2 you've been, you've been no that's what happens when you're brought up by your grandparents and oh, going to school you? and yeah all my i didn't like have any no one believed me, but I had. That's why all my references are like archaic. Is because we didn't. I didn't know what the Spice Girls were until like I got into school, and really? then my granddad just said a load of shit. Let's watch it. Ain't I thought, Mum? So yeah, it was all yeah like Rising Damp and yeah. Dad's Army and stuff. So yeah, I've, I've never really engaged with popular culture particularly <laughs> so did you not have a relationship with your parents then really you yeah, just, I was, yeah my mum yeah well, so my dad my dad my dad fucked off um, which if you lived in Greater Manchester 
in the early 90s is just what happened. Mm. And um, then she went to uni after my dad left. And then I saw it was where me and my brother were sent to live with my grandparents. And um, it was great, largely. Mm. It was really good, but it's kind of, I have a mix of very old attitudes and very modern ones, which I think I think is nice, really. But it was, they, they were very weird for old people in the sense that they weren't flag wavy or anything. Mm. So I'm very keen not to carry that on. Nothing funny in there. I just sort of trailed off about my unorthodox childhood and how it's informed me and uh, everything that I do and the flat caps I wear and the whippets I strangle. And... <laughs> but it gives people a better understanding of you. It gives me a better understanding of where you're, where you're at, where you're from. Because like, you do have an old soul, it seems. You're... I've been told that and I am terrified of uh, fighter planes. <laughs> Fucking hell. Where's William? He's out building another shelter. We don't need another. He's just he's still the one he built last week out of all them dead pigs. <laughs> Pavements. Yeah. Yes. He's <laughs> back. Yeah. Season four. Call back. <laughs> it's the gig of your life, mate. Smashing this. Where, where did you grow? You grew up in like um, Eel Pie Island or something, didn't you? Um, <laughs> <laughs> I did. I grew up did you in Eelpie Island. I was surrounded by Rod Stewart and the the, the Rolling Stones. And oh look, there, there's the Mystery Jets on a kayak. That's it. Alf, <laughs> Alf Garnet was around, and the two fellas from on the buses. They were they were oh, my, they were my grandparents. <laughs> when you fought, when you were sent to the Boer War, but um, yeah. were sent back because your feet were too small. To Far deal with them, um, I couldn't stand spears. up. <laughs> 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 I couldn't stand up enough, so they sent me home. But it's funny. I, yeah, I grew up in Alpington, which is like it's like southeast London, Kent border. Yeah, I'll, you used to so, get the train from uh, Charing Cross when I lived in Woolwich. I sometimes accidentally went to Alpington from Charing there Cross. There you go. That'll happen to you. Yeah. Mm. But it's a funny place, Alpington, because it's like one end, most little towns, it's like it's posh one end, or it's middle class one end, and then it's yeah. rough as fuck the other. Yeah. And the, and the, the high street's just tired. It's just a tired high street. Yeah. yeah it, no, That's no, like where I'm from. Yeah. No effort's really been made. It's, they have now, they've got a cinema, and there's a complex now. But when I was growing up, you know, there was like one decent record shop, and the rest was just shit. It was just one big Woolworths. It, the thing is, yeah. though, you missed that. I missed, like, Ashton Underline, where mm. I come from, is exactly, it was an old industrial town that's, I think, a lot, like a lot of satellite towns, once the industry's gone, their only purpose is to house people. Yeah. And that's it. There's no <clears throat> discernible, like, there's no point or purpose, really. It's just, here's some buildings with these people in doing certain things. And now it's the they pacify people by building these places that always sound like wolves players. They're always Odeon Costa and things like that. There's a cinema, there's a coffee shop yeah. and there's a harvesters. It's always the same stuff. That's it. It's just so bland. And I think that's the whole country at the moment now. Yeah, it's just bland. one big, there's all those, those little shopping centers that they aren't quite the Trafford center, but they're, they're just on the outskirts and it's always the same. There's a boots, 
There's a paper chase. It's <laughs> a Costa. There's a next home or whatever it is. You know, there's just and it's Homes the same. Don't you know? Don't be fucking knocking home sense, or I'll knock you out. I've spent many. I've ne- like this. Must have thought what? What do people like? Shit made of papi mache. What else do they like? Paying seven thousand pounds for it. Brilliant. We'll open up one. Call it home sense. We'll sell papi mache fucking draw sets. We'll also sell pepper for a reason best known to ourselves. <laughs> tell you what I'm in the mood for, Beryl. Tell you what I'm in the mood for. I'd like some pepper <laughs> and a velveteen chair. If only it was a with a big, with a, I don't want a chair, but it's got a great big like door knocker, lion's head on the back of it. <laughs> I want a badly upholstered ottoman. Can't call them that anymore. I do apologise. And <laughs> and some Swiss biscuits. <laughs> only there was a place. <laughs> <laughs> I want a place that's like the, the queuing aisle in TK Maxx. That's what I want my shopping experience to be. Just <laughs> socks, socks, headphones, and weirdly coloured biscuits. I only oh. came here for jeans, and I bought some uh, watermelon headphones and some fudge-flavoured lube, and I'm going to have an amazing weekend. <laughs> <laughs> Pass me that big chair with the knocker on <laughs> Smell how good my door handle smells now. It's absolutely fantastic. Doesn't squeak. Reminds me of childhood. <laughs> it's uh, all those, uh, the boxes that look like they've had old maps put on them. Like they, you know, them trunks. Like, oh, it's a vintage trunk. <laughs> it's fucking. It's like, look where I've been. <laughs> Can you guess where I've been? Is it? Everywhere, that's right. <laughs> to I've commemorate been everywhere it. and nowhere at the same time. <laughs> it's like these people who um, you don't see it so much anymore. But when they come back from the holiday, they wear a t-shirt of where they've been on holiday. Oh yeah, I used to find that amazing. Yeah. Like, it's like Torre Molinos and stuff like that. On I mean, you don't get that anymore because well, they have a, a moody. Uh, like a Levi's belt or something. Yeah. <laughs> My granddad used to do that. We go, we go on holiday and he's like, right, buying some belts. <laughs> I just think that was the only reason we went on holiday, so we could buy some belts every time. Right, it, was always the same, it was always the same design, so it'd be Levi's, Ralph Lauren or whatever, but it's all in the same writing. It's all in yeah, the same. they are. Yeah. Someone is doing a wonderful trade. It's like... Have you thought? Have I have I considered a different font? Have I fuck? Doing very well, thank you. If it ain't broke, <laughs> <laughs> I remember being in. I remember being away. We were in. I was in. <laughs> it sounds. It was really nice, actually. We were in Marrakesh. Well, that's what sounds like. Yeah. It was really. I really enjoyed Marrakesh. Because my ex-wife was brilliant. But there was a place that sold trainers, and we we got we found some alcohol in a hotel, so we got pissed. Mm. And we went shopping for these trainers, and I bought a pair of Adidas tsunamis. <laughs> tsunami on the side of them. <laughs> so that's a faultless. But I, I mean, I'm a sucker for a label. Oi, guy, get me more of them offensive trainers. <laughs> I'm like, I need more offensive footwear. <laughs> yeah, yeah. How many Are they going in... 
fucking hell. Yeah. Adidas tsunamis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll show you a picture of them later. It's fucking brutal. <laughs> and I just, I'm having them. I'm having them. I'm not going to tell anyone. Just no, that's a, it, though. Just, People just don't look at your shoes, do they? Unless you draw attention to them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You could be, you could be sat there just wearing them and only you know what an amazing feeling that must be <laughs> incredible and then they say don't they, that the people that know will know so there'll yeah, be someone you just get, there's another tsunami wearer across and you just give him a slight nod it's like the masons yeah. but for cunts <laughs> <laughs> natural disasters <laughs> I see you're wearing some uh, that Krakatoa knee brace I raise you an Adidas tsunami <laughs> <laughs> Oi mate, how do you spell Fakuoka? <laughs> I'm gonna put it on a fez. <laughs> a friend of Japanese Moroccans. I see you wearing your Pompeii poncho. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's got the oh, could... good. Yeah, it's got the figures on the back there. You could see. Yeah, that looks good. I wonder if there's a lava survivors group who would be triggered by a Pompeii poncho. Maybe. Can you survive lava? I don't think so. I was going to say, I've gone, I've gone, <laughs> um, I don't know. And then I'm like, yeah, no, I've seen what happens to a Coke can that goes in. Have you seen that video? Bloke no, I thought Coke you'd can. actually just like, you, you'd gone to Pompeii and like, fuck, you know, this tour's boring. Little words, innit? Yeah, we'll go out of Vesuvius. <laughs> Fucking give us that coke, okay? <laughs> and they just throw it like you know when you were a kid and you used to throw like tins of links on a fire. Yeah, 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 like that. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking, who wants to that coke? Okay? <laughs> There's this program, you know, Ali Ermi who played the drill sergeant in Full Metal Jacket. Yeah, he's he's dead now, but he did. They're on YouTube. It's called Lock and Load with Ali Ermi, and it's just him shooting. Uh, watermelons with stuff. So oh, I want to see that. Yeah. And he goes, look, what, if, if it's done this to that watermelon, imagine what it'd do to a platoon. <laughs> 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 Cheers, mate. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I like the way he's gone. Here's an example. You make the link. I ain't yeah, yeah. doing it. <laughs> Imagine it would be like a few hundred watermelons, but as made I'm, of meat. As I'm sitting there in my Adidas tsunami, he's going, this is disgraceful. <laughs> he should be ashamed of himself. <laughs> Whilst feeding a cow grenade. Yeah, yeah. This, this, this you is eat, awful. <laughs> watching you take a bite out of a pig. <laughs> it's packed. <laughs> Season five. <laughs> <laughs> ah, fucking hell, Liam. This has been lovely. I've really enjoyed talking yeah, to you, mate. Thank this you so. I'm this. glad to be part of your um, scraping the barrel season. It's been uh, well, you know, been it's humbling. Difficult. People, people want to talk about mental health, but they don't want to come on here. <laughs> 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 so it's good thanks for having you, Liam. We've really struggled booking yeah, people. Yeah, yeah. Thank you for heeding the call. This is the last one. Ever? Yeah, we're going to knock it on. No, we're not really. We're not doing that. It's too fucking good, mate. It's too good. It's five. Well, I've had a lovely time. You've been a, a consummate host. You've been lovely, Liam. Liam, are you online? And can we can people find you on social media? Or are you not asked? I don't give a fuck, to be honest. No. All right, mate. Cool. My agent made me have a like page that I'd, I'd update probably once every two weeks. Yeah. 
I don't care. Just leave me alone. <laughs> All right, mate. Well, this has been fun. <laughs> Take off. You've had you've had your money's worth. You fucking begging bowl cunts. Get out of my fucking sight. <laughs> Get out of my way, you middle class wanks. Go on, you feasted off me paying for an hour. Go and fuck yourselves. And also, if I see any of your kids on electric scooter near my house, I'll fucking kick them off it. As soon as that lockdown's over, as soon as I can get near enough, fucking roundhouse them after electric scooters. <laughs> it's the ones on that that looks like the, the drum of a washing machine that they're standing on. Have you oh. seen that? <laughs> would they not fix a washing machine now? Would they? Fuck. <laughs> that dies with me, that knowledge. I'm the last one. <laughs> <of the world. laughs> I'm going to take that into the grave. <laughs> it's like, my granddad, before he died, he said about Greta Thunberg and um, these people with the uh, Extinction Rebellion. And he, he went, um, start a revolution. They couldn't start a fucking car. <laughs> and I went, no, granddad, because you lot have used all the fossil fuels burning fucking Karans. That's why there's no fossil fuel. <laughs> he went, what? I was like, that. Going now, Thanks, I'll get Dad. caught. <laughs> I'm keeping that in. <laughs> this has been, been amazing, lovely. man. It's been lovely. Yeah, and I loved it. <clears throat> when we can, I'll come and see you. We'll have a cup of tea. Well, I've got a spare. I've got a spare room in lovely Bristol, so I'm more than welcome. There you go, mate. I'll come up and I'll stay. We'll have a cup of tea and a biscuit. Welcome anytime. Thanks, Liam. Yeah, Thanks, not man. the last one in the packet though. Insane in the membrane. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at uh1.com. Made by Dark Horse Digital.co.uk. Shooting, live streaming, and podcast production.